Hello, good morning. It's a beautiful day. You are welcome to today's edition of Marriage Diet. This is the voice of Festus Flourish Osemwa, and today is the third day of the month of April 2021. God bless you. It's the weekend of Easter. It's Easter Saturday. And I want to give God thanks for another opportunity to witness the Easter Good Friday yesterday. Then today is Easter Saturday. Tomorrow we will be witnessing the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Commemoratively, anyway, I mean, commemorating the resurrection of Jesus Christ because it happened about two, more than 2,000 years ago. But today, symbolic of that resurrection is the power of life over death in our heart. Glory be to God. Thank God Jesus died. He rose again from the dead. He died as a seed and we have become his fruit. And that is why we must live a life on a daily basis that reflects the character of Jesus. No wonder the Bible said, be ye imitators of Christ. Well, it's unfortunate. A lot of people in the church today are really, really far from this. I just wonder what the church is becoming. Otherwise, we are supposed to be the ambassadors of Christ, representing Christ in all ramification. Okay, wow, it's Saturday, and those of you who have been following our teachings, you know, every Saturday we talk about sex in marriage. And uh, last weekend, we started off with a topic that is very unique and general. I mean, a topic that um, we could also allow singles to listen, even teenagers. I've actually had my children listen to this as well because it's not the conventional sexual topic, you know, that um, some of you will have to close one ear, you know, that kind of stuff. But it's it's deep, it's mystery packed together. And I just felt that... uh, Everybody should be aware of this. Both singles, even younger people should be aware of this so that they can know how to protect themselves. All right. If you recall last weekend on Saturday, we started off with the topic sex, the gate of sex in the city. That's what we started off with last weekend. And uh, we had an introductory talk on Saturday. Then on Sunday, we eventually talked about gate number one. If you recall, on Sunday, we looked at gate number one as the public place of beauty. The public place of beauty where people usually go and beautify themselves, like the salon, you know, make up yourself and all that. And then you, you just need to listen to that podcast to understand how demons can um, follow up people, follow up their heart, because at such places you are actually laying emphasis about yourself, beautifying yourself. And demons have a way of just creeping into your heart to manipulate you, the content of your heart. And before you know what's going on, you start um, um, doing it in a, in a sinful manner. And it could be, you want to make people to lust after you and all that. So there are demons that are just there to harvest it. From one thought, before you know what's going on, tomorrow you much more be conscious of it. You go to such a place, and the next time is you are thinking about uh, watching pornography because from that thought of looking, oh, I'm beautiful. I don't know who's going to watch me in the church tomorrow and all that. Oh, there are demons that will just take those things up as seeds. And um, see, friends, what I'm talking about could be a year. It could even take more than that. Devils, they are very patient. Yeah, demons are very patient. If there's anything you need to understand about the powers of darkness, demons as it were, they are very patient people. They can, they can, you know, lurk around someone 
for all through a period of a year, even much more than that, trailing that person. And that's why the Bible actually described the devil as a lion, you know, because you know how the lion will stalk his prey. It will just be there lying in wait, and it could be there for as long as one can be. Okay, so listen to that on Sunday, last Sunday's podcast, so that you can be up to date with um, what we're going to be talking about today. Now, another sexual gate in the city that is very, very important that I want you to also learn from is what we call the gate of the public sex hawker. The gate of the public sex hawker. The gate, I repeat again, the gate of a public sex hawker is another gate that I want you, everybody, to learn from. This is going to be loaded with mysteries, so I just wanted to come along with me. Remember, when I did the introductory work to this teaching on Saturday, I did say that uh, these gates are there in the city. And they have a way of influencing people. So you just get to be around in the city and you just don't know why you are behaving the way you are behaving. You are influenced by the environment and the and and you know what of you. And we're saying there are factors, there are things underneath, you know, that just play out one thing or the other. And most times you are not even you're not even conscious of it. Okay, that's what we talked about, the place of public beauty. But today we are looking at that sex hawker. Who lives around the environment? Who lives within the same building? Not too far from you. It could even be a neighbor. It could be a member of the church. And of course, it's a sex hawker. Let me put the cards on the ground for you to understand what I'm going to talk about. Someone that is a sex hawker who does it publicly, or let me use the right word, a prostitute, is always being besieged by sexual demons. In other words, such a prostitute often moves around with an avalanche of demons. He or she, I mean, this day we have a male prostitutes as well, are never at a loss of having demons around because these demons are the ones promoting, empowering the art individual or enforcing that continuous, you know, uh, um, act of sexual immorality. Somebody is a prostitute who had gone for a, a night out into prostitution, has slept, maybe a lady has slept with about 20 men. Uh, I've heard about the story of a lady who said that if she doesn't have good customers in the night, about 20 men, depending on how long they are willing to pay. You know, uh, sometimes could just be five, five minutes and all that. Oh, wow. I was like, really? Are these people still humans? If you understand, if you listen to some write-ups about this prostitute, you would know what they have turned their bodies into. And they begin to imagine that <laughs> this is a not, no longer a natural person. Someone with a natural energy will not be able to do this. It goes beyond naturality. That they're able to sleep with those number of men and all that. They have become demon-possessed. They've become, it's just like the way you will be possessed of the Holy Spirit. And then you become an ambassador of light. These people have also become demon-possessed. For instance, I'm possessed of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit has possessed my body. So where naturally people would talk, minister, and break down, I don't because I have the spirit of mind in me. I can minister from morning to night. I can, I mean, you won't find me in the hospital because there's this unusual spirit of mind that propels me. So that's the same way the demonic powers also propels these persons 
to be able to continuously do the work. Devils need these people to continuously do the work, not just for themselves, but to be able to evangelically, let me use the word, evangelically spread that, you know, aroma of sexual perverseness around the environment where they live, number one, around the people that they connect and contact with or within the domain where they are relevant. And that's the reason why you notice some men, when they go out and patronize a prostitute, it could really be difficult for them to take their hands off it. They keep going back over and over again because they have been hypnotized. They've been locked up under that influence. It's not a natural thing. There are demons moving with these people. You might not see these demons with your naked eyes. And that's why last Saturday I talked about the places where you go for your beauty, your saloons, okay? Because sometimes you see some of those prostitutes as well. They will also come around. When you see a prostitute, you you will know her. If it's a lady, you see the way they will pierce their nose with about four kind of earring on their nose, about uh, six earring on their ear. You will see chain bangles. You will see what they are wearing. Their breast is almost popping out. You will, when you see a prostitute, you know. And sometimes these ladies will come into such places to also come and fix up their hair. It's the same woman who would use her hand to fix up that woman's hair that also use her hand to do your own. You see, there is a transference of spirit. There is a transference of spirit. It's the same element. And that's why I want to appeal to us. If you're going to salon, get your materials, get your tools, even a comb, get the things that belongs to you exclusively. I mean, if no matter how expensive it is, walk towards these things and buy them. Don't allow these uh, salon owners or um, promoters to use the same thing they've used for someone else on your head. And sometimes, okay, they've just somebody will ask, what about you? I just used a hand to plate somebody's essence. Are you not going to cut off the hand? No, you can't do that. That's why I'm saying you should be much more sensitive. There are places you enter, and if your spirit is struggling with you or is um, you're having friction in such a place, don't stay back. Don't try to rationalize it. Let go. Move on. Ask the Holy Spirit to lead you to another place. There are places you get to just have peace. Or if you're in such a place, understand that there is a spiritual climate behind everything about you. Don't just look at things from the physical point of view. Tackle it from the spiritual point of view. Why you are waiting on the queue for the woman to call you for your turn. Speak forth words. Declare the supremacy of the Lordship of Jesus Christ in the place. Declare that your head is secured. Declare that no weapon fashion against you shall prosper. Declare that you are covered. You see, it means that you are someone, a child of light, who understands the language of the Spirit. That you are not aware, you are ignorant about it, doesn't mean you are immune to their influences. So you've got to know that in such places, they actually act as you know, spiritually contaminated center. So you be very careful what you do there. Now, why I, I, I deviated a little bit back to that place of beauty is because most prostitutes would also patronize such places. Okay? And so that's why you have to be very careful how you stay close to these prostitutes or how you connect with them because they just keep radiating demons. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, about how much they carry demons around. At least you look inwards and see how you actually carry the Holy Spirit around if you are genuinely filled with the Holy Spirit.
The way you carry the Holy Spirit around, causing the influence and the change around you wherever you go, is the same way they also promote and carry these demons around. That you don't see them doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Okay? Otherwise, someone that is involved in an illicit sex, public sex hawker, would definitely carry, you know, an avalanche of demons around his or herself. Now, let's quickly get to this story in the Bible. Um... That should be Genesis chapter 39, the story of Judah patronizing the prostitute. I hope you remember that story. Um, the, 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 uh, okay, uh, the story of uh, Judah, okay, um, <laughs> I want to use the right word, the daughter-in-law, all right? How the uh, son, the first son died, the second son was supposed to inherit the wife of that first son, he slept with her, instead of putting the sperm in her body, he spilled it on the ground and God slew him. The last born being honor was also asked to, um, you know, the father was now scared. He said, okay, I will release this one to you so that you don't go and kill him. Remember that story? I'm just trying to get into the story so that you can uh, remind us again. Now, if you also remember that in that story, the wife had just died. And this man called Judah was going to go and share his sheep, all right, and it was passing by a way. The Bible said the daughter-in-law played the act of her lottery on her by going to wait by the wayside, covered up herself as an harlot, and was waiting for her. Now, look at what I picked out from that place. Now, that place that woman stayed back to play an harlot. In such a place must have been a place where other public sex hawkers do normally usually stay okay so she must have realized that okay this is where other public hawkers do stay so that she was so stayed there and attracted he knew when the man would pass through the place the bible said that as judah passed he turned to look onto her meaning these were places where prostitutes would stay and by her dressing it was obvious that this is just one of them some of you, you know what i'm talking about you you drive through the streets at night you will see women practically naked just waiting for a lift just waiting for someone that will book them for the night all right so they're almost everywhere sometimes you don't even come out in the night to realize there is even one close to your house all right now if you have such around your environment is taking place in the street close to you in the junction close to you or within your immediate territory those of you students that have been through my marriage faculty you understand what we talk about your immediate territory within your immediate territory that person unknown to you is actually releasing that sexual demons within that environment because every time she stands at a particular place waiting for people, for men to patronize her, to hawk her body, she is there with demons. And they just keep sending this spirit into the atmosphere around. And then you are just there as a careless Christian. You just drive, you enter into your home, you know. That environment is like has been saturated with sexual demons. As a woman, you just drive into your home and just do your stuff. Now you see, because it's a female that is promoting the prostitution she is sending out or she starts sending out sexual vibe or what we call sexual energy within a radius of that place and what would such a sexual uh, uh, floss or energy that she's sending out do is going to start 
you know, trapping men, loose men, indisciplined men around. And then a man just gets into that kind of environment. He drives by, he sees a woman. She looks very much like a prostitute. See, immediately there is a thought that goes into his mind prostitution and then oh a hawker and oh one day the man will also think of there will be a crisis between himself and the wife the next thing ah, there's even a prostitute center close by in this place or even if he didn't even see these ladies for the fact that demons are around that environment because of what she's doing these demons just cook just keep looking for around moving around that territory see, demons like to stay within a territory I wish I would, I would have time to explain this. Demons don't like to live a particular domain. That was why those demons begged Jesus to cast them into the swine because they didn't want to go to another territory. They wanted to remain there. They knew they would be drawn into the sea. So that means recycled into that territory. Being the sea and the land is still going to be the same place. All right. So there are demons that are domiciled within a place. So if you have these prostitutes, it means that you have more of sexual demons within that place. And they just keep influencing the environment. A man who was very sexually disciplined as a husband, all of a sudden one day, the next thing is thinking about perverse sex. And you know, the devil, very smart, the way he does things, he's just going to cause one quarrel between the man and the wife. Uh, leave me alone. The man will not want to reconcile. The woman will not want to reconcile. They will be there for a week, two weeks. You see, these demons just keep hovering around, looking for men whose hearts have left their wives, looking for men who have quarreled with their wife and they have taken their hearts away from their wife, looking for them. Sometimes we will start with pornography. Remember, there's an altar of sex very close by, and these demons might not be the same woman, but these demons have been brought into the territory. The next thing is the man starts watching pornography. He's still angry with the wife. He doesn't want to reconcile with the wife. The next thing is from pornography, he goes into masturbation. He masturbates for a while and then feel, well, let me just go and reconcile with my wife. But you see, the altar has already been created. And then after a while, you're like, this thing, I'm not satisfied about this. The next thing is, you see, because there is a sexual you know, a, a, a higher concentration of sexual demons within that environment, you know, any little thing, anytime the man thinks about, oh, sexuality, my body is rising up. The next thing is, you know, perverse sex, external sex. This um, masturbation you are doing is no longer enough. Why don't you, why don't you? The next thing is, there will always be someone within that environment who has been infested, who is also, might be a hawker or a friend, but there will be that sexual spirit pushing that man. I just hope many persons are getting to understand this. Because the question you will ask me is, how do you overcome such? Friends, you have to, number one, identify them and stay away from them. If you suspect that there is a lady who is a sexual hawker around the environment, stay away from her as much as possible. Stay away. Even avoid, you know, uh, frequent communication because words are spirit. And every time you speak to the person, you transmit life as well. That's number one. Two, if you are married, always endeavor to engage in sexual activities all the time. Because, and of course, both of you are faithful. You are faithful with your spouse. Your continuous, you know, act of sex all the time will repel these sexual demons within the neighborhood. Remember, this sexual hawker is just one spreading sexual demons. 
Now, you are a faithful couple with your husband and you are engaging in sex regularly. Remember, I said in one of my teachings, when faithful couples engage in sex, they promote light in the realm of the spirit. So in an environment where there is outer darkness, you start promoting light. So instead of the influence of sexual perversiveness to grab you and your husband and your wife, you realize that you have now become the agent of change within the place. You, you are not the one influencing what happens in the play. But if you don't do this, you have issues with your wife, you are quarreling, you just leave it like that, you think sex doesn't really matter. Oh, see, there'll be demons around who are just looking for ways to quickly get involved in it and get into it. So please, when you notice some of these people that are promiscuous, that look promiscuous, give them a distance. You see some of them, the way they will fix their eyelashes, they look like masquerade. You see the way they dress, even to church with their breasts pumping out. Uh-huh. You should suspect them. Give them distance. But most importantly, take note of this. Most importantly, if you are a single, you are not yet married, and you cannot use your continuous and frequent sex to create light within the environment, ensure, please, I repeat again, ensure that you do not contemplate getting yourself involved in masturbation. When you do, you have allowed in, you know, demons to soup into your heart immediately. It could take six months. It could take one year. They will break you down. These demons will push you into sexual immorality. So friends, what you basically need to do is, just like in the case of Judah with the prostitute was within the environment and the man was captivated, you have got to be careful. When you live within an environment, you notice that we have a lot of prostitutes in the place. Always speak forth the word. Challenge them in the realm of the spirit. Challenge these sexual demons that you have the spirit of light and that you have the spirit of life. If you are married, engage in sex with your wife regularly. It's one of the major solutions against them in an environment. If you are single, be careful not to open up a sexual gate so that you don't become an agent that will be used by this power. That way, you are able to avoid their influence because they can be very destructive. Don't forget, like I said, it could take six months, seven times, a year, more than that, to carry out their final work on that individual. So to avoid that, be ahead of them. Understand that the environment where you live is spiritual. No longer look at it from a physical point of view, eyes, with your physical eyes. Look at it from a spiritual point of view and challenge the activities that happens out there. God bless you. Let's hold it here today. By God's grace, I'm going to be looking at another sexual gate tomorrow. Please, I'm sure you will learn from this as well. Share this and let a lot of people, pastors especially, this is strategic intercession and strategic warfare. So pastors, men of God, men, let them be aware of this. If you want to connect with us, please do. Our WhatsApp number is plus 234-8107126148 and we will get back to you. God bless you. Let's do this again tomorrow, God willing. Until then, don't forget, if marriage is an institution, then couples and singles must be students. God bless you. Do have a great Sunday ahead. Happy Easter in advance. God bless you. Do have a great day. Bye.